to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Man, I'm shy all the time. I'm all I'm shy all the motherfucking time. <laughs> <laughs> when, tell us about the last time you were shy. When the nice lady at the bank tried to give you a sucker. Yeah. Or when He's someone, feeling shy right now. When someone brings uh, a man with a mustache into the room. <laughs> Just, yeah, asking me questions, looking me in the eyes, that makes me feel right. shy. Now, is the, is the mustache hiding a sinister face? Or did you have a bad experience mm. with a mustachioed I'm just man? Scared Ooh. of all mustaches. Now nah, I get it. But you you have a mustache. It's the scariest thing he could think of. <laughs> yeah, it's the scariest thing I could think. I mean, it's you know, fight fire with fire. Mm. What happens when you get up in the middle of the night and it's you know, you got to pee and you turn on the light in the bathroom and see yourself in the mirror? Well, I mean, you're assuming I turn on the light or that I go to the bathroom. <laughs> Just hands behind his head, leans back yeah. a little bit, and what happens happens, right? Yeah, I don't even know if I don't because I don't turn lights on. I don't even know if it's the bathroom. Sometimes it is. <laughs> Could be a sock drawer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's that too. Oh, look! Oh, oh what happened oh. to Mark? Hi, I, I Hi. have. So I wanted to let you guys know, like I listened to the podcast and then I talked. This, this is Mark's wife. I, I'm Dana. Hi, y'all. Hey, everybody. Hi, hey, everybody. Oh, wait, wait, we're not recording, are you? you know, no, she no, has no, a, no, 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 no. She has no, an identity outside of being Mark's wife. It's Dana. Yeah, I'm Dana. And so, Dana, comma, Mark's wife. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> the best thing on the podcast. Thank you very much, which he yeah. edits himself out. Okay, anyway. Oh, wait, you're saying you're the best thing on the podcast, or he's the best thing on the <laughs> Mark podcast? Mark is. Oh, that sounds, like, that sounds so, like something Mark would say a lot around the house. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the least conceited person in the world, so no. He says that a lot to us, too. Does he? That's right. Oh, yeah. Actually, he just I, I, I actually won a contest of the least conceited person. <laughs> right. I just the broke least. the headset. That's fine. What's okay. going on? Well, okay, yeah. I, I wanted to say to you guys, I don't know if you know this, but... Whenever like people are listening to the podcast, they're talking uh, back to you, mm-hmm. but you don't listen. You just keep talking. Yeah, who's giving yeah. us back talk, back talk? Well, like me, for example, like I just <laughs> like you will talk to each other and ask a questions. I'll make a comment. I'll interject. So uh-huh. one thing I wanted you to know, and this is specifically for Brian. Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking yes, about Brian. yes, yes, Brian. Mm-hmm. You're talking about mm-hmm. going to grave sites and talking to the headstones. Yes. I yes. have done that. Oh, really? It wasn't for a movie. It was in real life. And it, it uh. sounds weird to me now when I think about it. Uh-huh. But we bought this house from like one-time owners. That The house is from 1939. The house here and now. Yes. And okay. so I found out where house. they're... Made out of gravestones. That's mm, pretty haunted. Not haunted. And I so I went to their gravestones, which are just right down the street. And I talked to them and said, hey, just wanted to introduce myself and let you know we got your house and we're going to do our best to take care of it. And thank you Mm -hmm. for taking such great care of it for all those years. 
So, and then I didn't think of it as weird at all, but then Brian, when you talked about that, I was like, oh, that's fucked up. That's weird. Um, well, anyway. Well, let me ask you this. If, if instead of them being buried in the ground with a tombstone, <laughs> if there had been like a memorial wall with their names on it or like an urn somewhere, would you have felt the same going to speak to that representation of their once corporeal form? I wouldn't talk to an urn, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm. It, Why well, didn't mean to imply that you were a weirdo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you, you didn't. I came to that conclusion on my own. No, so. Well, if I can guide people to that, then that's that's really <laughs> what I'm aiming for. It, it was a gentle journey. Yeah. Did the house reply? Mm. Well, I wasn't directly addressing the house because it was, was more like a comment to the former dead owners. Well, the numerous yeah. sightings around the house would seem to indicate that they are replying and it's Wait, in the negative. No, like. no, no, no. We have no hauntings and no sightings. What about the haunted owl? That no, that was outside the house. But our tree is a portal. Um a psychic <laughs> did tell us that. So I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. There's the yeah. face in the window. That, that can't portal be good. to what? The face oh, yeah, the Slender, Slender Man. Man. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty oh, okay, scary. yeah, yeah. No, that makes that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. It's but it's it's all outside. Slender Man comes tends to come through trees. Oh God, <laughs> he looks like a tree. That's 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 one of his ruses, and like, uh, he ooh. also comes through UHF stations and oh. the dark web, of course. Oh yeah, you know, I didn't know browser. He was, a, he was a UHF guy. <laughs> I don't think so. You, you use DuckDuckGo, right? Yeah, GoDaddy. Prob- probably, yeah, something like that. GoDaddy.com. Well, anyway, I just wanted to comment. Mike's just listing off. <laughs> just bro. He's, try, he's trying to make Post. some money, actually. I can That's HostGator. Right. What? HostGator. That's made up. HostGator. Oh, Angel Fire. Hostgator.com slash INS. You get a discount. No, you don't. You don't. No, HostGator is a real thing. And they hired me to do something. And then they let me go because the ideas that we came up with were too silly. Too much cursing, probably. I don't know that it was a curse-related thing, Potty but the mouth. ideas were too silly. I can't remember. God, I can't even remember what the project was. But we went and we met with them and we talked about where we were going to shoot. And we gave them a script. And then they, they just stopped calling us. Oh, that'll happen. Yeah. And it's just unrecognized brilliance, Mike. Yeah. That's what I. Uh, that's what I think. Probably you gotta wait a um, hundred years. There's a lot about them. Yeah, they'll understand. Yeah. Very, right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Mark back. I don't I don't know how okay. important he is to the actual running of things, he, but neither do we. Yeah, I got a hot brownie waiting for me, so I got to get back to that. A hot brownie. Right. Well, better yeah. be careful. I bet it might have been gobbled up by the Slender Man if you left okay. it out. No. Near, near an internet browser. No. <laughs> fucking Slender Man. Fucking Slender Man. I'm about to say fuck it and stop leaving him tributes. So is it like leaving cookies out for Santa Claus? Is that what? I mean, sometimes he asks me for food. I mean, he, he tends to be happy with pie. He's easily distracted by food, but sometimes he demands something more sinister such as weed weed oh well yeah well that's why those 
12 year old girls killed that guy. Yeah, 12 year old girls killed another girl in tribute to Slender Man. Right. Because they were smoking weed. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Is that not what it was? I mean, that's probably, I mean, I mean, most murders uh, in this country are committed while the person was high on weed, but almost right. always. Right. But I don't know. And, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to track how many are actually Slender Man directed. Right. At least 50%, but I could see how getting any definite number above that would be hard. Yeah, it's hard to completely run those numbers because Slender Man is also good at keeping a secret. <laughs> maybe because he doesn't have a mouth. I assume, I don't know, maybe he does have a mouth. I don't know how, like, I, don't know, I, mean, I assume like they eat the pies and stuff. He just like, you know, like the tentacles come out of and just kind of like, He's probably has a mouth on his back, you know, somewhere. Oh, yeah, and they just, like, yeah. feed, like, yeah. the, the tentacles and yeah. just yeah. cram okay. the pie. Is it pie because it's a bulking food? Is it, like, what? like if you left out a, a protein shake for him, would he also be excited? Well, it'd be difficult for him to drink it. It's more of yeah. a, it's a more of a, you know, it's the vertical mouth. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, like, you know, like, trying to think what else looks like a vertical mouth. Mm. Hold on. Mm. Hold on. Mm. Huh. Like a weird yeah. vertical mouth. I mean, somebody sleeping on their side. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, clearly. Yeah. But maybe not quite like that. Maybe something else. Yeah. But more like it It looks, it's, it's not like a regular, I mean, it's kind of like a Sarlacc pit, but if it was vertical. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're like one of those Georgia O'Keeffe paintings a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, the little flowers. Bit. They're, they're it's beautiful. Like a flower, yeah. Yeah, like, a, like one of those flowers, but with like teeth in it. Mm. Trying to think. Are there some... The flowers. I don't, it'll, yeah, it'll come to me later. There's something right. that it looks like. I bet it will. That's... It looks like a, <laughs> something else. I have a question about Mark's shirt. It says black coffee, and I'm mm-hmm. wondering if it's a coffee time shirt. No, it's for a business in Fort Worth called Black Coffee. Oh, you guys know that's a good name. It is a good name about Black Rifle Coffee. You mean? Well, I love freedom, so sure. <laughs> you know? Do you? So are you aware of this thing? I, I, I assume it's a chain, right? Do you know about this, Brian? Maybe you know more. About this I think thing. it's just. I don't think it's a store. I think it's, yeah, a, it's just like a product. A brand of coffee. It's a brand. No, yeah. they they have a fucking. They have a. They have Is there a, a storefront. They have a. They took over a Starbucks in Temple, Texas, by force. And, when, yeah, that's what I, when you say took it over, I, you know what? They occupied it. Honestly, when you go in there, probably it is awesome. fucking insane. It is wall to wall. Pictures of fucking uh, SEAL Team Six motherfuckers, and there's a wall. There's a you know you know like Starbucks has like the little the little like prepackaged sandwiches and shit like that. Right. right? Mm-hmm. This ha- they have those, but they call them like grunt rations, and <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and they're like in these like really like military like looks. It looks like some like shitty like 
military meal that they would hand you out in the field that's like, you know, no frills whatsoever, like no mm-hmm. packaging. And just like every single thing, every single item is named in some, <laughs> with some kind of fucking military thing to it. And like, oh, we bought, we give money to the vets. And then, but also just like pick, like, you know, like the fucking, the men's room has an AK 47 and the women's room has like an Uzi or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the most like over the top, like, Cause it's not like it's pro military. It's it's pro like black ops wet works kind of thing, <laughs> and sort of like connecting that with military. We we were yeah because we just went on the tour and we uh, and that was like one of the first play. I it just was like I was used to it being a Starbucks. Why did you go there? there? Well, I was used to, it used to be a Starbucks. I think okay. it's in like Temple, Texas, and uh, okay. it's like there's like a little hill and there whatever. Like this exit, mm. I always go to want to get some coffee. And was like, oh, I guess this is some, and I didn't even know, I'd never heard of it before and just walked in and every, everyone got quiet and I was in there a little bit longer. And this, when I walked back out to the van, everybody was just me like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's the dumbest, it is like the dumbest fucking like, uh, you know, Oath Keeper starter kit, but it's a coffee shop and they have fucking lattes, which I believe is there is that's isn't that what they call liberals? I think yeah. like that's their whole point. Is I can't remember. I don't know. I was so just kind of weird about it. Latte enema liberal. Latte liberals. Soy boys. Would you like soy oh and now that we said that, would you like some soy milk with that or oat milk? Well was the coffee good? They wouldn't let. They called me a cock and yelled. yelled made me, <laughs> made me leave. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, I'm against stolen valor, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and pull it off just to go in there and get it. <laughs> just to, just to actually try some of the coffee. You're gonna go in. You, you should. Gonna, gonna, you should go in dressed as like Douglas MacArthur with a bunch of you know badges and medals. Yeah, and- no, I'll I'll go in and say that I'm a uh, Patton. Um, <laughs> Well, he was reincarnated war guys, and I'm just the newest one. Yeah, I was Patton. So you're you're kind of like uh, Serpentor. We have the the blood. Well, of no, Patton, Patton really. Red. Patton believed that he was like the reincarnation of like oh of, he did of, like hundreds of people of hundreds right. of military generals and stuff. Right. Not Serpentor, a knight of the round. Yeah, I mean Serpentor was a genetically piece of all those. Right. Pretty good. Wait, what is knight of the what? <laughs> Serpentor. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Serpentor. <laughs> Jim, was tour fun? I know you want to talk about yeah. the news, Kevin, but this is news tour, to me. Tour was good. It went, it went all right. Thank you. Hey, you know what? Couple, couple shows. Mike just got back from tour yesterday. Just got back. A couple shows had some INS folks walk up say ins chicago i think his name was tom or todd i can't remember but he was very oh, cool. that, he's a good dude good, yeah good and, hey, todd uh, or tom yeah and he was really cool and if i got your name wrong i'm sorry i was drinking a lot that night uh as with a couple other nights on this tour but i had a really Ooh. great time it was awesome it was really good it's nice to be out there and also to worry constantly that i got covid and that the tour was gonna get shut down really 
now it is this new thing of like not that I had it, but like starting to get a little bit run down towards the end of the, the end of it, you know, like the second week where it started to feel like you know, I just kind of worried all the time. Like I was like, I, n- I never felt like I had it or that I was sick, but I'd be like, I'm, am I, am I tired or am I getting COVID? Is this cause you know, just that thing too of like, if I was just getting like regular ass sick, I, I like, I probably would just be like, well, you know, I'll just, you know, take care of myself and stuff for three. But if you got COVID, you got to shut the whole motherfucker down. Right. So it was always, always just like, I feel tired and I never did, but you just, you just can't help but to worry about it. Cause you're in rooms with a lot of people the whole time, but right. yeah, it was more of a financial worry than anything else. Like I just didn't want to, you know, like, fuck if we shut this down then. Cause the whole time, you know, we're making our money selling merch. I got, I got my whole, got the records out. I got the alpha brain monkey mindset, mm-hmm. that corner there. Right. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm selling, pre-orders to algorithms to success the new book that's coming out really soon i got i've got all of it i've got all that stuff out there you know and like you know because i don't trust retail i don't i don't like to distribute because i don't trust you know what what you can't trust gnc you know do they not carry alpha brain monkey mindset is that not something that they yeah that seems like something gnc would want seems like they have an end cap with just your face screaming above yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's what I want. I mean, that's, you know, that's that's originally what I wanted, but they're, I, the C in GNC stands for Clinton. I'll just say that. <laughs> George <know>. Soros. <laughs> this is a G. The N is Nigel Farage. Oh, well, there you go. The C, the C is, is for Clinton. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, you think that they're going to take chances on something that actually makes people feel better? Right. Well, they don't. They don't want anything that's going to cause people to be more enlightened, mentally, mentally acute, mentally acute. Know, that's that's the last thing they want. That's the last thing the deep state wants. Speaking of the deep state, you guys ready to do the news? Was <laughs> Mark ready? I'm ready. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with. I am Brian Camp. I'm uh, Mike. <laughs> Wait. Huh? It's been a while. I'm Mike Weeby. Mm-hmm. Check. And uh, to our left is our left, stage left. The audience is right. That's mm-hmm. Mark Ryan, ladies and gentlemen. He's out. He's here. He's with us. Hi, everybody. Oh, that was... Hey, Mark. Right. If you weren't sure if Mark was super excited to be here now you know exactly yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep yep Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. this is like when those guys stand out at king of the hill oh yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep mark you're hard you're hard for me to hear mark oh i'm sorry is that better yeah what do you that's way better you're the one who's supposed to be watching this stuff He's so focused on making sure that we're taken care of. He doesn't have time to concentrate on himself. Mm. He's a giving person. Thank yeah. you, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Sounds like me trying to get everyone on board with the alpha brain monkey mindset. I sometimes forget to take care of myself. Do we need to talk about that for a while? <laughs> yeah, so the thing is... So um, our first story <laughs> comes to us in the Washington Post. Can I just say, if you do uh, <laughs> promo code INS strength. Uh, at checkout, oh, no. and you'll get eleven percent off. 
That's a hell of a deal. Eleven percent uh, off an order of seventy dollars or more. <laughs> wow, that's seven dollars and seventy cents. Which is, as you know, Fibonacci's favorite number. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Oh, you need to claim that about a lot of numbers, Mike. <laughs> I think it is true. People will just agree with it. That's oh yeah, sure. So our first story comes to us from the Washington Post. Wapo. A woman in Tarzana, California said what? she put what, was her name Jane? He <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't listen to Yes. Yes. And Man, have, it, have it. Did, hey, did she get her face ripped off by a cheetah? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that happens in this story. Oh man. Oh no, her name is Laquerta Edwards. Oh. Laquerta. Yes. Interesting name. I've never mm-hmm. heard that before. I've not I heard like that name it. either. I like law names. I like names that have law in front of them. Like Leroy? Le, I, there, was a, there was a guy in high school named Le Charles, and I thought, I, I just liked it. I like Le Charles. It's a fun name to say. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm also a ling, I'm part-time linguist, amateur linguist. <laughs> a woman in Tarzana, California, said she put her, quote, allowance, and the article didn't say what that meant. Uh, of $40 into a lottery vending machine. California scratch-off tickets can range in price from $1 to $30. And this woman said she usually picks, quote, cheap tickets, but just as she put her money into the machine, what she described as, quote, some rude person bumped into her, causing her to push the wrong button. Instead of a cheap ticket, the woman pushed a button for a $30 ticket. She was so annoyed that she scratched the ticket on the way to her car and didn't realize she'd won until she'd driven away. She said, quote, I pulled over, looked at it again and again, scanned it with my California Lottery mobile app, and I just kept thinking, this can't be right. It turns out that her accidental lottery purchase got the woman a $10 million top prize that had odds of less than one in three million chances of winning. This seems this seems like an ad for the California lottery. How how is that an ad for the California lottery? Because she used her California lottery app. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's the it's the ticket that won, not the app. I don't know. And they got machine. <laughs> do we have machines for the lottery in Texas? Yeah, we do. We definitely That's, do. Sucks. I mean, she can spend her allowance the way she wants to spend her allowance. <laughs> well, that's, I guess she did all her chores that week. <laughs> the chore yeah. wheel was complete. <laughs> she got her. Forty dollars. One of one of them was brushing her own teeth, mm-hmm. which is an easy one to fake. I'll tell That's you. That's right. Four out of seven nights get you forty bucks. Is that what a lot allowances are going for these days? I don't know. I mean, it's been a long time since I got an allowance, and my only what? allowance was food. That's right, and water. <laughs> Were you ever told that was your allowance? Yeah, <laughs> you eat three times a day. That's your allowance. Your allowance is I allow you to live here. Uh-huh. Three hots and a cot, Mike. Now here's a twenty-two rifle. Go kill that wolf. <laughs> that was your food? Wolf meat? No, it was just my... That was If I wanted to sleep, I had to go kill that wolf. And if I'm not wrong, isn't that what led you to first start experimenting with wolf glands? Well, I mean... Yeah, yeah, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it was like, well, you missed dinner because <laughs> you're out hunting that wolf. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll go bury the wolf. 
Yep. So I, I thought, well, maybe, you know, maybe there's something in this animal. Mm. I know you're not, I'm not going to eat the, I'm not going to eat the meat. I'm not a savage, but maybe I can, you know, squeeze out some of these glands <laughs> and make some sort of a meal substitute. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a slim fast kind of situation sure. <laughs> that's something that i i came upon you know yeah. that was that oh. wasn't that that's what uh, oprah would call my aha moment so the woman <laughs> said she plans to use her winnings to buy a house uh-huh. and start her own nonprofit. oh good Nonprofits. well she has an allowance so she doesn't need money i guess <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> She, she, she's like Jay Leno. She just doesn't touch any of her Tonight Show money. Just <laughs> mm-hmm. lives off the stand-up. $10 million, huh? Yeah. You only get five. <laughs> so everybody, everybody loves to tell you how you don't get, get all the, all yeah. you all the get free money. money. You don't get all, all the free money. money. What's the point? Of having millions of dollars. Exactly. Man, that, what would you do if you got $10 million? But with with taxes, you only got five million. But you got ten million dollars. Mm. Probably buy a bunch of guns and go after the government for taking my five million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I did, I'd go to Black Rifle Coffee Company. Yeah, yeah. Get well, myself a large latte, large, <laughs> not grande, a large yeah, latte. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, right. Go buy some rifles and make my displeasure known. Now, are you going to buy the rifles there at Black Rifle Coffee? Well, when you get a latte there, because it's, you know, a latte's milk and wa- and es- espresso. They call it, they call it white coal. Because <laughs> <laughs> latte sounds like, you Is know. That what they call? Well, yeah. I, I, want a, I want a white coal. I want a white coal. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have to say the, the L is a W? Coal? Yes. I mean, if you if you don't want spit in it. <laughs> and spit and not just like spit like spit with a mouth with chewing tobacco in it every employee at black rifle coffee is dipping the entire time right did they talk about when they played high school baseball a lot oh for sure well they're dipping and also like when you leave a good tip they spit and it hits a pan and it goes ting <laughs> <laughs> It's old timey. I like that. That makes yeah. it seem like more of a fun theme park than yeah, obviously just a restaurant. I I get well, into that. Well, I mean, you know, they pull weapons on people. You know, <laughs> if you if you call it a vente, they will pull a Rambo knife up to your neck. What would you do with ten million dollars, Mike? Oh, let's see. I'd probably start um, a for profit. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be real nice. I'd I'd. Uh, well, I think I I'd make you know the dojo a uh, super dojo. Ooh. Uh, yeah, the octagon that I have, you know, currently that you currently cur- have the current octagon, the current mm-hmm. dojo. So what, what's that build out of? Oh, uh, double make the dojo double sized. I mean, I think really I'd pour a lot of it more into Alpha Brain Monkey Mindset advertising. <laughs> I would sue GNC. What are you suing them for? I would I would go I would I would go to the Better Business Bureau. Call them out for not for being you know being all weird about about Alpha Brain Monkey mindset, and I would buy out with with that five million dollars. I would buy out the entire GNC company <laughs> and turn it into a military themed. I, I would take the Black Rifle business model Ooh. and you know 
turn it into the exact thing where right. you know, every, every single person working there is armed to the teeth and covered in camo the whole <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. A lot of times you don't even tell because it's camo that like, you know, it's urban camo and it blends <laughs> in like they, it looks like they're a bunch of whey protein jars. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, some eyes open up. <laughs> I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah, it's that's worth five million dollars. Kevin, what would you do with five the five million dollars left over after the government steals your money? Steals straight up steals. steals. I have uh, student loans from law school. I'm worried that you made a poor investment, right? Now. <laughs> yeah. Where did you. you go to school? Right. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the best investment, but yeah. it allows me to give legal advice over the podcast. I don't think that's a very good idea. <laughs> Everything I say is legal advice. No, no, I don't think that's you not, should say that's that not true. Not, yeah. That is not true. I'm mm-hmm. making a joke. No, I think you're serious. Uh, he says he's making a joke, but if, if I mean, this is getting recorded, so hopefully we'd say that he shakes his head no and is mouthing no, I'm not the whole time. So right. all legal advice from Kevin is legal, and yep. you have to believe, so Mike believe say it. That, but I, I, I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. My name is Kevin, and I am saying that. I just take back that I didn't say that. <laughs> For the listener, that was Kevin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, as a celestial lawyer, I I got <laughs> I I do I have a little bit of of student debt, uh, but it's mostly in glowing crystals <laughs> to be paid off over a millennia. So I'm not. It doesn't really, you know, it's there. I got to deal with it. But I didn't go to school in America, so it wasn't as hard. In my head, they look like the stones of Kali. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Now, where did you go to school again? For celestial law? Yeah, yeah, obviously. Amsterdam. (laughs) Famous for their canals and celestial law schools. They had a good program. You know? I'm glad you got in. I know that was well, a lot I know. of competition. I, I, I wanted to get into you know the Tibetan, but it was just, you know, mm-hmm. that was pretty cutthroat. And I had to minor in a lot of different stuff too. It's who you know there, yeah. right? So my, yeah, that they you know, they had a good sound bathing program too, so I was able to smart get my turns in both. Yeah. Well no, it's diversify, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good diversify. News. That's the number one thing they tell you when dealing right. with spirituality. Diversify. <laughs> So our next story. Well, we didn't ask Mark what he would do with ten yeah, million. Yeah, what would you do with ten million? Or five million after five million. Ten million, five million after goddamn Democrats yeah. take <laughs> all your money picture and throw it and throw it into teaching children that there's no such thing as gender. <laughs> gender. Well, I would I would buy me some land in East Texas. Oh, nice. And, then, you know, pine invest, curtain. invest in some land. Nacogdoches? And, yeah, build me a com- build me a compound. Oh. And, oh. Okay. Get, Let's see what's going like, Some cool Jeeps. Mm-hmm. And, like Jeeps are cool. Yeah. And mm-hmm. sort of like the Malachi Cargo Company. And, <laughs> uh, you have the best plan of all. Yeah. You're going to pattern the rest of your life after maybe the finest series of movies ever produced. Andy Sedaris movies. Yes, yeah. my life will look like Andy an Andy Sedaris so, movie. That's so just for the listener, you four can... wheelers 
and yeah. and uh, remote control helicopters everywhere. Yeah, so lots of He really Tubi prepared app. for mutated snakes, right? <laughs> you can go to the Tubi app and watch the film, the the fine film, Hard Ticket to Hawaii, for free. It'll have some commercials, but it is worth it. Oh, totally worth the it. Picasso Trigger. They yep. do, but that one's not very. That's my least favorite of his movies. They have guns with uh, Eric Estrada. Ma- Malibu Express is good. Malibu, Malibu Express, Express was good. Is good. Yeah, yeah it's real good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was that? Savage Beach. I didn't see Savage Beach. Oh, it was a good one. You missed out. For the listener, I have not seen Savage Beach. Any Andy Sedaris movie worth watching at least once. Some yeah. worth watching many times. Mm-hmm. Especially if you like tan lines. <laughs> the Emmy award winning Andy Sedaris. Emmy award winning for what? Mm-hmm. Uh, he directed the 1968 Olympics for, uh, I don't know, NBC or something. Yeah, in one. Weird thing to have on your resume. Wow. Won uh, an Emmy for it, but then he also created I Wide guess World that of Sports as directing and directed something. that and directed, I think, Monday Night Football. So did you see the guy that came up with the whole thing where like waiters ran across logs with swinging yeah, sandbags? Yeah. Truly a great man. So do was he when he did the Monday Night Football, did he come up with Are you ready for some football? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was uh Hank Williams Jr. Well, it's Hank Williams Jr., but yeah, did right. Andy Sedaris go Bocephus? like, hey, Bocephus. Got a Bocephus sticker on his 442. We'd light it up for fun. So our next story <laughs> comes to us from NBC News. NBC, ah, the Peacock. The National Broadcasting Company. Channel 5 on the VHF low dial in North Texas. People really care about that. <laughs> well, some well, I guarantee you there's some broadcasting heads that tune into the INS. Summer is coming mm-hmm. to the Northern Hemisphere. And when I was a little kid, one of my favorite summertime activities was blowing soap bubbles. But one of the tragedies, not all of them, just one, of the tragedies of blowing bubbles was that most bubbles didn't last more than a few seconds before popping. Yeah, was that that's weird. So you knew Michael Jackson's monkey? That was a fucking good joke, Kyle. <laughs> that was really fucking good. <laughs> that was solid. That was real good. I'm <laughs> sorry. That was good. <laughs> that was good. It didn't you. get the reaction that I wanted, but, and I don't even care. I know that was good. <laughs> you can't, and it was one of those things like, I was like, I need to jump in and say this, but, but, but you, I was waiting for you to finish talking, and everything you said <laughs> made it even better. Mm-hmm. No, repeat the last line. Let's repeat yeah. the last line. Yeah, right. I think the listener might, the listeners probably just now realize yeah. they missed Catching a great yes. comedic uh, moment. Let's, yeah. let's see if we can recreate it. I don't know if I can read this now. Come on, read it. Uh, one of the. Tra- <laughs> No, you got to read it. All right. One of the tragedies of blowing bubbles <laughs> was that most bubbles didn't last more than a few <laughs> didn't last more than a few seconds before popping. <laughs> before popping. I mean, listen, I don't I you guys know I'm never one to congratulate myself about something. But I mean, let's. Oh. I didn't know you knew Michael Jackson's monkey. 
That stands up, Mike. That's yeah. it worked out Thank very you. well for you. Thank you. That's right. Can I win an Emmy for this? Like Andy <laughs> Sidars? A, a Webby. A Webby is what uh, podcasts win. And we, oh. we, we've we never been nominated. Have we been nominated this year so no, far? Well, we've no. only been out for a year. We're, we're, we're scrappy. So now physicists at the University of Lille in France have created a bubble that lasted 465 days. Now, this is a bubble made out of, uh, what, soapy water? You blow well, we'll, into we'll it, get right? into that. Oh. So researchers observed that typical soap bu- bubbles last just moments before popping due to the, quote, gravity-induced drainage and or the evaporation of the liquid, unquote, in the sphere. So instead, researchers made bubbles using glycerin, which I, I think is also called glycol in some countries. If that's wrong, feel free to email me and berate me for not knowing my chemical tables. It's like a poisonous sugar, right? Well, no. So gly- glycerin is a chemical used in food, medicine, cigarettes. Let's say it's Mike's favorite bush. Glycerin. And it's an antifreeze. It's, it's seriously used in just about everything, except for soap bubbles, apparently. Mm. Researchers mixed a high concentration of glycerin with water, noting that, quote, Glycerin has a strong affinity with water and is known to absorb water from the air. The team thinks this absorption of water compensates for evaporation, while the presence of the particles prevents drainage of water from the shell, both of which are known to cause are known causes of bubble rupture. When it was speculated that keeping bubble that keeping a bubble from rupturing for 465 days was impressive, but Useless. I believe Brian might have been somebody who speculated this. Um, that, that's the best thing I've heard <laughs> since we started this. That somebody pointed out how useless this is. Well, not so fast, because a New York University math professor named Leif Ristroff mm-hmm. said there could be some very real applications to be drawn here, but he declined to say what they were. Of course he did. That's the code, right? They all stick up for yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely... It's, it's it's all, the, they're uh, on the same grift. All the yeah. professors? Yeah. yeah. They call it the they call it the thin white line mm-hmm. because they all wear white lab coats. That's right. <laughs> With mirrors on their head. Yeah. Mathematician, why would he have a white lab coat? And a because it's math. If, you, if math is really difficult, you wear a lab coat. Yeah. <laughs> If your chalkboard is more than 10 feet tall, you wear a lab coat. Yeah. That's when you have math that has, you're doing math problems that have not only numbers, but also letters, but also shapes. Like, like triangles? Bubbles? Well, I mean, a circle is very similar looking to a bubble. <laughs> it is. So what's the deal? It's, it's, it's a blown bubble, uh-huh. but it, it just sits around floating for a long time or is it like a half bubble where it's that half bubble that's sitting on a table or whatever i'm sure it landed right. eventually because i can't imagine if it if it had stayed aloft for 465 days i'm sure they would have mentioned that this is for the listener and maybe i should apply for a grant because of this uh, there are some other materials that have been used before uh i believe and i think maybe they just didn't do enough research to look into this it might be kind of rare that have also led to the creation of a bubble or sphere that has stayed um, intact for, in many cases, longer than a year what? and a half. Uh, a basketball. You guys ever heard of a basketball? Oh. It's instead of glycerin, they use rubber and they uh. fill the rubber with air 
and it also doesn't pop. It's crazy. But there's no applications for that either. No, no. It's a, no, it's a yet another useless object. Yeah. <laughs> you know what this object would be good for, this new bubble? Hmm? What's that? Vape tricks. You <laughs> guys know I'm big in the vaping, the <laughs> trick vape community. <laughs> of course right, you are. Right. Uh, I'm into flare vaping. I've entered a number of contests and uh, a bubble filled with a big vape cloud that just sits there forever. Mm-hmm. That could be some diggity dank shit. A little bit of a little bit of whoop, whoop, a little bit of meow in that vape. Wait, what do you? There's cats. Uh, yeah, let's just say that it's a little bit of uh, aha in that in that a little bit of, in that in the vape. You know, like it's it's a special cartridge that has a little bit of uh, a little bit of ow wow wow in there (laughs) you blow all that in there and you have this bubble and then you like keep the bubble alive and that'd be a nice gift you know like you you open a box and there's a there's just a (laughs) bubble of floating right floating thing and then you and your you and your you know Degenerate buddies, uh, mm-hmm. pop the bubble and just breathe and breathe it in, and right. then you get you get the giggles, and then you go eat your birthday cake. So the present is your exhalations. Is yeah. that the is that the gift? I mean, you're sharing the gift of ah, oh, a little. Mm. I don't want to get us. I don't want to get in trouble on the podcast because no, I don't know. I'm, I mean, it'd be fine if I said what it was if we were in Denver. Well, I'm not in Denver. Well, I'm, look, in, I'm in Texas, in Denver? And, and it's they. There's certain things that are legal in Denver that are not legal. Where weird. I don't know the Webby, feel about the that. Webby community isn't going to take us seriously if we don't watch and clean up some of our language. So I appreciate yeah, you doing that, Mike. That's we've true. clearly got the listenership and we cl- clearly have the quality. Yeah. Uh, there's just a few things, a few stumbling blocks. And one of those is your trash mouth is really. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not censorship. If I've decided not to say it in order to appease someone else to keep my job <laughs> okay. under threat of losing it. So I don't right. see it as censorship at no. all. Right. That I don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. A little, uh, a little Iwiggy Tabeggy. <laughs> <laughs> so, our next story comes to us from Science Daily. Mm. I, I, okay, so bullshit on a daily basis. <laughs> that's their, that's one of the many subtitles for that magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Seven days a week of bullshit. Right. Uh, right. The Tyrannosaurus Rex, also known as the T Rex, is known oh, for okay, okay. <laughs> Were you not sure? Well, I never connected those before. Oh. You know, I don't know if they use it. If they use T Rex in you know a place where people listen to us, like Ireland or Norway. You know, maybe they say Tyrannosaurus Rex. Maybe they got a, their own kind of. They may not have T Rexes. They might have. They might only have Allosauruses. Oh no! Over there, they would call it aluminium sources. <laughs> <laughs> So the Tyrannosaurus Rex, also known as the T-Rex, is known mm-hmm. for being one of the ultimate killing machines of the Jurassic world and for having very tiny, stubby arms. It is speculated that T-Rex's tiny arms may have been used to viciously slash at close prey or even to grasp onto a mate during sex. 
But mm. now a new paper presents a wild hypothesis. T-Rex evolved tiny arms to lower the risk of accidental bites by other dinosaurs while engaging in feeding frenzies. In other words, short arms can't be bitten off by your buddies. Lead researcher Kevin Padian said, quote, What if several adult tyrannosaurs converged on a carcass? To have a bunch of massive skulls with incredibly powerful jaws and, and teeth ripping and chomping down flesh and bone right next to you, what if your friend thinks you're getting so, a little too close? They might warn you away by severing your arm. So, it could be a benefit to reduce the forelimbs since you're not using them in predation anyway. To determine this, Kevin Padian took measurements of a mostly complete T-Rex specimen and determined that previous hypotheses, including both using T-Rex arms as, as a sexual aid or slashing arms, are unlikely because T-Rex arms are too small and weak to be of use. He said, quote, We should not look for functionality in these reduced limbs, but for how that reduction served a larger purpose. Now, it's also important to note here that T-Rex arms are ludicrously small when compared to other animals. For example, a 14-meter or 45-foot-long T-Rex had arms just 1 meter or 3.5 uh, feet long. This is the equivalent of a 1.8-meter or 6-foot human with 12-centimeter or 5-inch arms. Maybe they all had polio. <laughs> <laughs> Does polio shrink your limbs? It stunts the growth of your limbs. It's okay. like degenerative disease. So it'd be like if a human had a five inch arm. Yeah. Isn't there isn't there a difference between science and just conjecture? He's come up with an idea, right? There's no he, there's nothing he has found that would support his idea except that he had an idea. Yeah, it's just an idea. It's a, it's a hypothesis. That's mm. exactly what a hypothesis is, Brian. But it's, he's done nothing to test the hypothesis. Well, you know, he examined some uh, T-Rex fossils. This is why you can't trust scientists of any stripe. <laughs> well, why don't we just clone a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex already? But they tried that in Jurassic Park. It didn't go well. That wasn't real. It was a movie, Kevin. Come on. It was a book first. Do it for real. Don't you think they have? Don't you think there's some billionaire? Don't you think Bezos maybe has a, a T-Rex somewhere? He rides it why, around. Why wouldn't he? Because they mm. haven't they brought they they have revived some extinct species, right? Isn't that pretty well documented? They, I don't think that they have done that. I thought there was some kind of like weird horse that they brought back. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm That's sure one of our listeners know. can set us straight yeah, on I that. Think, I think they have done something yeah. like bred like a, something. Yeah, like a some sort of horse that's close enough to an existing horse, but like a centaur. Mm. Centaurs don't exist. I'm I'm confused. Are you saying that you believe centaurs exist? No, that's you're thinking of the movie Animal, where the guy fucks the horse and gets killed by fucking a horse fucking him to death. No, it's called Zoo. The movie's called Zoo. Oh yeah, that's Animals. The Rob, copy guy, Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah, that's the Rob Schneider movie. No, that's what I think that happens in that movie too. But it's that thing with the you know these dinosaur these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I probably probably does get fucked by a horse in that movie though, right? Yeah. Not on um, not on screen, but yeah, during the making. It's just in his contract. Yeah. Right. There's uh 
<laughs> we'll make this movie unless Horace. The Tyrannosaurus bones that they found, <laughs> like, you know, because how many have they found? How many T-Rex bones have we found? I wonder. I mean, you know. I, 75 complete skeletons. Sure. I don't think you're right. <laughs> I, I mean. There are only a few that are, like, super complete. But yeah. what if, like, that one got his arms got eaten off first thing? And then we right. just never, we just never found, and maybe a couple times, like a couple dinosaurs died there, and it happened to be the arms of another dinosaur. Right. And like, ah, oh, I guess this one has tiny arms, and maybe they have like big, full arms, and we just don't. I don't know. I can't. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to cloning. There's no Jurassic Park movie that's. It's just not scary to me. I'm like, clone the shit out of all of them. I want all right. of them around. Not, it doesn't feel like a cautionary tale to you. It doesn't feel no. like a warning. I could, I think I could outmaneuver any of those creatures. So they estimate that in total, across history, there were 2.5 billion T-Rexes. And of those, they've found 32 adult T-Rex skeletons. It could be argued that and complete T-Rex skeletons. Complete-ish. I mean, I, don't, I think only like one or two are actually like anything you'd consider complete. Oh, well, this, hold on. We got an update that says there are 50 T-Rex skeletons. Getting closer to 75, aren't we? Keep reading. There was a, I heard a story recently, and I think, it, I think it was my lovely wife told me this, but uh, there was another scientist or a bit of conjecture somewhere that mm -hmm. their arms have just been misplaced, and they are actually the inner arms of wings, and they should be going backwards. Do you think T-Rex like could fly? No, just that the, I mean, chickens can't fly. They have wings. That they were just like vestigial wings and that we've, yeah. we've misplaced their arms forward. And their arms should be going backwards. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like an interesting hypothesis, Brian. But what? That's right. What, I would never uh, publish such a hypothesis. I would never, yeah, I I would mean, never go so far as to do anything except... All the raptory kind of creatures have those, you know, smaller arms, right? Yeah, they do, don't they? That is true. We've cracked the we've cracked the case here on INS. Another case solved. I I I don't know. I it would be cool to see it. Don't, don't, I'm not I'm not at all afraid. You can't clone enough dinosaurs for me. I'm not mm -hmm. worried. I'll go live on Jurassic Park right now. I bet they could clone them and make them really tiny. Yeah. You have like a imagine if you had like a little tiny yeah a tiny little T Rex. You just feed it raw meat and stuff. It, you're gonna lose a you're gonna lose a finger there. No, they're tiny. I yeah. don't know. Maybe maybe they were really peaceful. We don't know. We don't know anything about them. Mm -hmm. Just because we found their bones. I, right. I saw Jurassic Park. It, it doesn't end well. It does nice. end well. Everybody gets away. It's not real life. It's not real life. It, what about it, Newman? Yeah, it, Newman doesn't get away. You're right. It doesn't end well because Chris Pratt's alive at the end of him. <laughs> I don't dislike him as much as I dislike his character in those movies. It's real stupid. Yeah. Those movies are not good. Mm -mm. Yeah. The the first and the third one were good, right? I'll stand by the, the first one, but not the third one. The third one was that with William H. H. Macy, and he just wants to find his son. He's pretending to be a millionaire or something. I think so. That's, that one's no good. I thought it was, but it was. It had a uh, old Jeff Goldblum in it. I'm glad we can recount '90s movies for the Lister. Well, this is this is why we're going to win a Webby because this this is why we have Lister to cover a lot of stuff. Yeah. The history of movies is part of history, which is part of the news. You know, without dinosaurs, there couldn't be dinosaur movies. 
I mean, I think there could be. Maybe yeah, actually, there probably they could be. Put dinosaurs yeah. in yeah. a dinosaur movie. You could just make them yeah, up. Yeah, you could just. Yeah, we have Godzilla time. movies. Yeah, yeah there's Godzilla. Wanna... Do you think we would have Godzilla without dinosaurs? Yeah, because he's nuclear. But I mean, do you think anyone would have imagined Godzilla had we not? Because like Mothra looks like a moth, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. We have moths, and so there was a. There's a root. What does the smog thing. monster look like? The what? Turd. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah. Look at him. I don't know the smog. I don't see. Yeah, what? this is. I don't know the movies, monsters. I don't know movies. <laughs> so dis- I've never been more disappointed in you. How are you disappointed? You reference Jurassic Park three. <laughs> I don't that look because I I know one thing I wanted to be a big shot. I had no idea. I, I looked it up in a hurry. I, wanted, I did not even know what the, the plot was in three until the until you said William H Macy. And I just wanted it. you guys to not think I was such a buffoon, and I guess I I really failed. So thanks. So our next story comes to us from the BBC. Ah, Bad, Bad Boys, Boys Club. Club. All right. Port Lockroy is a British base located in Antarctica. It has been vacant for two years due to COVID, but now the UK Antarctic Heritage Trust is taking applications to staff the station in order to run the most southerly post office in the world and to count penguins in the nearby Gentoo penguin colony. I'll take it. How much does it pay? I don't know. It didn't say how much it paid. You'd be good at counting penguins. I'd be really good at counting penguins. Your numbers have really improved oh, since we yeah. started this. Yeah, and and uh, I know what the, they're. I know what they look like. They kind of look like little T Rexes with tuxedos on, <laughs> and smaller, smaller, smaller faces. Candidates are required to have a good level of physical fitness, Me. environmental awareness, Me. and a and a knowledge of minimum impact living. Me. <laughs> The last postmaster described her experiences for the article saying, quote, it was really exciting. We got to count all the penguins when they hatched. You have to do a lot of cleaning and there's a lot of penguin poo, which we call guano, but there's never time to be bored. It's a really interesting place. She also said she wouldn't be going back. The site also has a museum and a gift shop. That sounds nice. Sounds like a good job. Yeah. What are the hours? 24-7. Because, you know, I mean, it's daylight all the time. Think of the overtime, man. Yeah. Down there. Wait, it's daylight all the time in Antarctica? Yeah, during the, I think during the, the time when you're visiting, it's daylight a lot. Like, it's like, you know, because Alaska has long days. I think uh, that's when Antarctica has long days as well. So they have to leave in the winter? They, they're they there uh, November to March. And do they have to leave in the, I guess, well, our summer? Do they have to leave because it gets too cold or? That's uh, John Carpenter's The Thing type weather. Like You can't leave. You can't get to Antarctica. But during the during their summer, they have about 18,000 visitors. Eight? Well, that's kind of a lot. That's great. Yeah, I was surprised. What's the only post office? I still a lot of plush, plushy penguins probably in the gift shop. Man, that idea of going to Antarctica is really scary. Because of where it is on the globe or yeah, that it's so cold? No, just because where it is on the globe, it seems like such a... Fall off? No, it just seems <laughs> so far away from everything. It just seems right. really uh, so desolate and, and 
it, it seems like a real mistake to be there. Like something's gone wrong. If you're yeah. There. Like, yeah, I'm you, not supposed to be You worry here. that you would get stuck in a base and a shape-shifting alien would, you know. I mean, definitely the thing is probably... It, I've never seen it. You guys are ruining it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't you seen it? I haven't seen it. I, have, I told you. Your I resolution is Tell not... Tell the listener who might not I, have seen it either. What, what haven't you seen, Brian? The thing. The I just thing. brought it up. Okay. Yeah. You said the name. I know the name of the movie because it's got one of the, it's got like Bo Bridges in it, I think. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. No, it's, it's, it's one, no, because you haven't seen it. You've already admitted to having not seen it. So you can't hypothesize who's in it. I've seen, seen the trailer it. and it's very you know, clearly Bo Bridges. You know, it's, That's it's not, I've seen it. It's one of my favorite movies and he's not, <laughs> Bo Bridges is not in it. It was the guy. No, it's he's got the brother Jeff Bridges, and it's Bo. Yeah, because <laughs> Jeff's in it too. No, no, no. Bo, bro, no. Bo is like. You're thinking of the like fabulous the- Baker Boys, <laughs> which is not set in Antarctica. It'd be a better movie if it was, though. Be, it would be interesting for sure. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie called The Thing. Maybe there's that. Yeah, there's there is mm-hmm. a different movie, but it's it's just an earlier movie. Made by Howard Hawks. Is it no, no, it's called The Thing John from Carpenter. Another Planet. In the in the trailer, this one's in color, mm-hmm. and everybody's wearing snowsuits, and they're like, it, it seems like they're at a remote station somewhere in a very cold place, and it's Jeff Bridges. It looks like it's a horror. It looks really tense. That's the one I'm thinking of. What are you thinking of? It's not... <laughs> Just, it's, it's, it, it, no, the point being, Antarctica seems scary. Like it seems like it's it the does, most harsh it? yeah. environment. It seems like it's got to be the most harsh environment. I mean, the North Pole seems pretty scary too, but Antarctica more so because I guess the idea that you, you North Pole, you can still North Pole's not disconnected from a continent, is it? North Pole's just like frozen. Like it's not North Pole's ice. Yeah, yeah. Antarctica is a an actual landmass. Yeah. So there's things probably under the ice. Ooh, yeah. Lovecraftian things, right? Didn't he write, like write in, a lot of at stuff the about of madness? Yeah, yeah, with those weird giant penguins. Oh, there was a shape shifting. Uh, the Shuggets were were shape shifting in that as well. What? It, there's monsters in that in uh, uh, at the mountains of madness that are shape shifting. Also, I don't know. Were were we talking about monsters? I'm sorry, I'm confused. Oh, is this that? Is this is the? I haven't seen it. Are you guys talking about the thing again? And we're talking about the fabulous Baker boys now. Yeah. There's a okay. shapeshift. Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, spoiler alert. Michelle oh, Pfeiffer. she's got. Hey, let me tell you. She's got quite a shape in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch it shift around, too. I'll tell you something shifts when I watch her shape. <laughs> Oops. I think we just got our clip to send to the Webbies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, this episode drops on April 27th. Does uh, anybody have anything coming up? Jeez. Uh wow. Uh when is it? April, April 27th. Hmm. Like Ooh. like uh what is that? 6 days from now. Oh, California listeners. I and the Riverboat Gamblers will be in San Diego and Santa Ana. The 5th is San Diego. The 6th is Santa Ana for the Riverboat Gamblers and then the 7th is I will be doing stand-up comedy at Good Heroin in Los Angeles, California. 
And that's all I can think of right now. So that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. The next time you're freezing in an Antarctic base with your buddies and a shape-shifting alien, tell them all about INS. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.